This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Sister Yvonne, happy Wednesday to you as well. You're right. God's got our back all the time. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. Uh, Good morning, Sister Lisa. I need prayer requests. Uh, my okay, God just one Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, the first one is my young cousin Stokes' family. We lost him Monday. Uh, gone home to be with the Lord, and then yesterday, my um other cousin, she's a lady of the Wright family. Uh, we lost her yesterday. So my heart is heavy this morning. I'm just praying for the mothers that lost their children, and then just give my family strength. Give me strength. I know God is still good. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a great day. Okay, I got it down, and thank you for letting us know. And we will definitely be listening. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Valentine. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Uh, could I put in a prayer request for myself? Yes. I had a procedure done, and evidently it's not working, and I'm in a lot of pain. So if you could please keep me lifted up, I'd sure appreciate it. Okay. And, Susie, this was on your back. Is that correct? Yeah, but the pain is now coming around in the front. And that's, so something is not right. So I'm going to have to get a hold of Kaiser this morning. So I'd really appreciate the prayers. Yes, certainly will. Thank you so, thank you so much. Yes. Good morning, BB. It's Dee Dee. The joy of the Lord is our strength. 
Amen. Amen. Good morning, Dee Dee, and happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, sweetie. Good morning, Valerie. Good, good, good morning, Sonia. Good morning. Catherine. Okay, good morning, ladies. I heard Sonia. I think I heard Mona and Catherine. Yes, yes. All I right. Good morning. Yeah, but I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good morning. Love you all. I was just about to say that. No, you did not hear Moxie. We just sound alike sometimes. Oh. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Moxie. <laughs> How you doing? Good morning. Um, and Susie, um, well. you are definitely, I'm praying for you, Susie. Yeah. Yep. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Love you. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Love you, too. Thank you. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, it's Toyer. Good morning to my family over there. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Good morning, Toyer. Happy Wednesday. Oh, man. All righty. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Pam here. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, it's Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Kind Kim. Good to hear everybody's voice this morning. Morning, Valuable. Morning, family, Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning to all. This is Sister Stephanie. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. Happy, wonderful Wednesday. God bless everyone. Good morning, beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us during the month of October, where our new monthly theme is entitled Decisions, such as making decisions, choosing, appointing, picking, selecting, as in regards to doing things in and for the will of God to be done. There are three announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, there will be no prayer for the children this Wednesday because this is a bye week. We will will resume next Wednesday.
Third, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our community's needs. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Sister Lisa. Um, the, she's asking for prayer for the Stokes family. Um, they are grieving the loss of a loved one. And also the Wright family. They are also grieving the loss of a loved one. And Lisa is specifically asking for prayer for strength for herself as well. So let's keep the Stokes family and the Wright family lifted up. And then also we have a prayer request from Susie. Susie recently had a procedure done, but she is still in a lot of pain. So let's just pray for complete healing in Susie's body. In Jesus' name. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Rochelle. Have a blessed day. Morning, valuable M. Sonia, go ahead and pray, honey. Good morning, everyone. Psalm one thirty, Psalm thirty four and one says, "I will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continue to be in my mouth." Father God, I thank you right now for what you're doing. Glory, hallelujah! I thank you, Lord God, for this day. Glory, hallelujah, in all things, Father. Hallelujah for another day, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for this, Lord God. And Lord God, as I draw nigh to thee, to thy throne of grace, Lord God, I exchange and trade my will for yours, Lord God. Lord God, on this day, I surrender everything that's within me, Lord God, and I give you thanks. Hallelujah in all things, Lord God, for the breath of my body, Lord God. I release everything, Lord God. Even though I'm nervous right now, Lord God, I thank you because this is a new day as it is dawning, Lord God. And as we are drawing nigh to you this day, Lord God, we leave everything on your table and draw nigh to you, Lord God. And as we give thanks, we give thanks unto you and give you praise, Lord God, with the breath in our body, my Heavenly Father. From the bottom of our heart, we want to give you thanks and praise and thank you, my Heavenly Father. And this day, Lord God, we have decided and we declare according to Nehemiah 8 and 10 that the joy of the Lord is our strength. 
We thank you for what you have done and what you continue to do, Lord. We thank you for the joy and the peace that you continue to give us day after day after day, Lord God, as you continue to walk with us, Lord God, as you continue to talk with us, my Heavenly Father, and guide us, my Heavenly Father, no matter what's on the right and on the left of us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We have decided and declare according to First Thessalonians 3 and 2 that we are going to love according to what you have said, may the love that you give us, Lord God, that we that the love increase, Lord God, that it overflow, Lord God, that it goes running down the streets, Lord God, that it runs down the highways and the byways, Lord God, that we will continue to open up our mouths, Lord God, and show our love, not just in word, but in deed, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, that according to Romans 12 and 2, that you will continue to renew our minds, Lord God, that we be steadfast and unmovable, abounding in you, Lord God, that we will walk according to your word, my heavenly Father, Lord God, that we will hear you, Lord God, Lord God, we will not fail you, Lord God. We thank you in all things, my heavenly Father, Lord God, that according to what has been asked, all the prayers that have been asked, Lord God, that, Lord God, that according to Jeremiah 17 and 14, Lord God, he says, heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved, for you are the one I will praise, Lord God. So, Lord God, as we open up our mouths, Lord God, we have decided on this day, Lord God, that you are our joy, Lord God, that you are our peace, Lord God, that you are our comfort, Lord God. So as we take our phones off of mute, Lord God, we will show Hallelujah. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
right there we were in a great place just just about 30 more seconds hallelujah all oh, that men would praise you Thank you for 
for humoring me. Thank you for allowing God to use your sound to bless me this morning. Hallelujah. To fuel me this morning. Hallelujah. We lift up the name of the Most High God who is great without a question and greatly to be praised. We call him Majesty, the Royal Diadem this morning. Welcome to Wait While You Wait Wednesday. You guys, excuse my my voice. Uh, it's been a little scattered for a couple of days. Nevertheless, here I am and here you are. And it is Wednesday. It's the day that we have set aside for fasting and for prayer. It's the day that we have that is specific to us growing and us having a uh, a disciplined life and learning how to honor God uh, with even how we consume things that he would change and redirect our appetites. Amen. Um, I don't know about you all, but if I don't keep my flesh under subjection, I have to fight with everything that I have. So I thank God for Wednesdays and I pray that uh, you would join us today just for a few hours, just until about 5 p.m., where we meet right back here with Lady Diane. Um, And if not Lady Diane, uh, Rochelle will be hosting. Nevertheless, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday, y'all. I'm grateful to have another opportunity to tell you my God is greater than any God anyone proclaims, and I'm glad about it. I'm so grateful to know him in the power of his might, in the presence of his counsel, under the hand of his wisdom, and his ability to know me and yet love me. I don't know about y'all, but listen, he knows the depths of my heart, and he loves me the same. That is good news, and I'm glad about it. We have had uh, power packs Monday and Tuesday, and now here we are, and I promise I don't have uh, anything over the top for you, but I have a feeling that if you came with an appetite, that your need will be met to be fed this morning. Uh, This morning's shared title is Decide to Abide, Decide to Abide. Uh, this morning, I heard something different while we were while we were praying, um, different than the last couple of days. And um, as a, a result of some of the messages that I receive and some of the inboxes, text messages and phone calls, listen, people are going through and in some ways not certain how to do so. And I get it. Um, I I just want to tell you this morning, I under overstand, but this morning, I just really want to talk about the reality of the warfare that goes with um, being a believer, blood blood washed, born again believer, and that every day has its different challenges, Um, but When we learn how to abide in Abba, it changes things. It gives you a different push. It gives you a different um, level of peace, even in uncertain times. And and 
I'm sure that we all know things are, are changing societally um, very swiftly. And if we don't stay focused on the truth of who God is, uh, if we allow ourselves to uh, be capsized by the things that are transpiring in the world, if we're not careful, um, we'll lose our stride. We will lose our focus. And next thing you know, you'll be trying to figure out how did I get here? I don't know about uh, anybody else, but I've had moments and seasons in my life. And the question is, okay, how, how did we get here? And a lot of it has to do with just our day-to-day practices. And in, in some instances, it's a necessary season. Um, in some instances, it may not have a whole, whole heap to do even with what you are doing, but it's part of your process. It's the place where we become anchored. It's the place where we become rooted and grounded in the truth of God when it doesn't look like uh, what you think it should look like, when it doesn't feel like what you think it should feel like. It teaches you to tame your emotions. When uh, you feel like God should be moving faster, there's a level of patience uh, that, that, gives us the strength and the stamina to continue running our race like a good soldier. There are things that will um, transpire. And this is for those, you know, you may just be starting your walkout. You may have been in for years. Um, But one of the things that I pray frequently about is God, I don't want to get stiff and stale in your presence. I don't, I don't want to become so familiar with you and so close to the idea of you being my God um, that I lose my hunger, that I lose my thirst. And that being said, um, we're going to go to um, a couple of passages, passages of Scripture. I'm sorry. And y'all, just FYI, can everybody hear me okay? I'm not sounding muffled or cloudy, am I? We can hear you. Awesome. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start um, with John the 15th chapter. John 15. Matter of fact, let's just let's just go. To John, and this is uh, St. John, not first, second. Um, let's just go to, to John 15 because there are, are so many different uh, verses that I'll be jumping around in this particular passage. And it says, I am the real vine, and the Father is the farmer. I'm reading the message version, just FYI. Um, he cuts off every branch that does not bear grapes, and every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more fruit. I'm going to stop right here for just a moment. Um, And again, the, the title of today's share is Deciding to Abide, Deciding to Stay, Deciding to um, Live There. Um, somebody probably needs to mute their phone. I can kind of hear you breathe. And if you would just do that. And let me give you the working definition of abide. To accept or act 
in accordance with a rule or a decision uh, to be unable to tolerate someone or something. That's, uh, that's one definition. Um, to continue without fading or being lost, to live or to dwell in a particular place. Um, you guys always hear me say things like, um, our posture is a location. It's like a coordinate. It's as if the GPS can dial in to where you are and get a close proximity of where you are, uh, what you are feeling or going through or inhabiting. It's almost as if um, you find those coordinates, you dial them in, and you simply leave them there. What does that look like? One of the things that I've recognized as a believer is there is no formula to accessing God that you can just put in, like this morning's uh, uh, corporate prayer or praise even. Every now and then you'll hear somebody in the background say out loud, amen, because in their minds they've come to a conclusion that it's probably time that we wrap it up. Um, and I'm not saying that to be funny. We we get up every day and we do this thing called declare victory. We call it Victorville and we operate uh, in a very structured method. But how many of you know that sometimes God will uh, convene in a whole different location? He'll change some things up. Somebody still needs to mute their phone. I can I can hear you moving around. Would you be kind enough to check and double check for me, please? While on this journey, we have to be really, really careful. Um, things in the spirit, and you still need to mute. Rochelle, can you check the board for me? Um, we can become complacent and familiar with methods and practices and habits and routines. It's where tradition and religion has a tendency to set up camp and to uh, build an altar in our hearts there. We have a tendency because of Sunday morning worship structure and the written program that we used to get when we'd walk in the door uh, of every edifice where uh, they'd tell us when uh, offering was going to be. You'd walk in the door if you happen to be on program and check the schedule to see how much philandering time you would have. You'd know without a shadow of a doubt that you'll walk in the door that uh, back in the day, depending on what culture you grew up in, in, in tradition in church, where you'd walk in the door and the old deacons would be on the front row or they'd have four or five chairs in the front. I grew up Baptist. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. And they'd be up there weeping and moaning and begging and pleading with God. They'd go through these different steps. And then right after that, you'd have uh, 
some, whoever the program mover was get up and tell us what was next. We knew generally that it was the choir was going to march in or the ushers would, would do their march in. Nevertheless, all of this being said is that our habits and our routines uh, rob us of an expectation. Let that sink in. Sometimes because we're so familiar with the process, we take um, the expectation, we take the element of presence out of the equation because at the end of the day, real talk, we could pray uh, every morning right after the general prayer warrior prays. Uh, however, something happens when everybody shows up with the same idea in mind, something happens when people who have spent their week have abided in his presence, have spent time without it being a Sunday or a Wednesday or a Tuesday, depending on what day you had Bible study. Um, there, There's something that happens when you start to uh, show up and be like, listen, Lord, this is this is not a game. I'm, I'm in a different place. I'm in a different location. And if I don't do something different than what I have done, I won't bear any fruit. I don't ever want to be a part of something that's unproductive, not about me, but even about you. I don't want us to become so habitual in what the order is that if we need 30 more seconds, you are afraid to use everything that's in you. Because for real, people are dealing with some real stuff. People are dealing with grief and loss and no, no different than uh, somebody passes away. Here you get a call 15, 20 minutes later, <laughs> the next day or the next day or five days in a row of people calling and sharing who has passed away, who we've lost. This season is different, y'all. This isn't what was. This isn't what had been. And I said all of that to say that it is our responsibility to be actively engaged with learning how to stay present in his presence. Let me, let me go back to this word. And it says after that, um, after he cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grace and every branch that is great bearing, he prunes back so that it bears even more. Uh, you are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Listen, live in me. Dwell in me, abide in me, stay in me, position yourself in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. Now, this is my my daddy would quote this. I, I um, when I when I really gave my life to Christ uh, at the age of twenty twenty four, um, I went to a church called True Vine, and this scripture 
uh, I'll never forget it. It ties me to so many truths that I've come to know as my location. I am the vine. You are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the the relationship is intimate and organic. The harvest is sure to be abundant. Let me stop right there. Have you ever seen an apple grow from a detached vine, from a detached branch, from a detached uh, bush? Have you ever seen any fruit anywhere grow from a vine that's not connected to something? That's a real question. I've seen a branch fall off, still have fruit on it and the fruit wither and die. But I've never seen fruit thrive from a dry branch. I went to Chicago a few years ago, and, and I'll never forget, uh, I was at the hub with Minister Phillips. And person after person prophesied to me over and over again. And one of the things that they said emphatically is that, um, your life, because of what you are called to, requires that you never become dry, right? So I'm going to say this in all transparency because it's necessary for you to understand that I don't care if you just got into the body of Christ. I don't care if you've been here forever and ever and ever. Amen. I don't care if your traditionalism and religiosity um, it stands up at the forefront. Uh, with a, a Pharisaic mindset, I need you to understand that there are seasons to this. There's a process to this. And one of the things Nancy said to me, and we laughed, she said, no dry toast. Um, she is of, uh, of a different ethnic persuasion, but I love Nancy because her worship and her heart for the Father is so great. She said, Dion, you've got a lot of stuff to do. And I hear God saying he's going to use your shoulders to place government upon. And I need you guys to understand that if I didn't abide and don't abide, if I was not aware of his presence, I need y'all to understand I would have quit. <laughs> I would throw in the towel, honey, y'all would be on this phone and I wouldn't know nothing about it. It is so necessary for me to set aside time um, to ask God questions, to be in his presence so that I can get what it is that he has because the fruit is not money. The fruit is not things. The fruit, and, and don't get me wrong, abundance is part of that. But can I tell y'all a secret? Your life, every single one of you on this call, for me is the fruit, right? Not just the things that you do, but the transition in your life, for real, from going from, from lukewarm. I don't ever want God to spew any of us out of his mouth because we are stagnant and complacent. So I've had some, some difficult days because I've been doing this a long time and there, there is always uh, this expectation um, okay, Lord, 
am I am I in the place that I need to be in? Am I doing the things that I need to do? I've had seasons of um, where it felt dry, even though I would spend time in presence. And so I want to tell somebody who, uh, listen, Dion, I've been praying. <laughs> I've been fasting. He ain't answering fast enough. Listen, it's, it's part of this process. And it doesn't feel good, but what it is, is it is a part of you becoming rooted in such a way that you never lose connection with the vine. Like if I don't spend time, I start to feel crazy and weird and, you know, like thrown off (laughs) completely. And that came over time because of my need to be in the will of God, because of my need for fruit. Okay, let me let me go back to this word. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown on the bonfire. But if you make yourself at home with me and my words are at home in you, listen to that, and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask, will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as disciples, right? So here is the father speaking, I've loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourselves at home, hallelujah, in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done, kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. I've told you these things for a purpose that my joy might be your joy and your joy wholly mature. This is my command. Love one another the way I've loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things that I command you to do. I'm no longer calling you servant. Listen, this is the transition. This is where those of us who grew up thinking God was an ogre, thinking God was some type of a boogeyman, that everything we did was under a scrutinized eye and that he had a place for folks that didn't do everything the right way the first time. Folks that every now and then might misstep or be thrown off or uh, be out of touch or not abiding, not living there, not resting there, not staying there. The beautiful thing is he's loved us with an everlasting love. That means his love never dissipates. It means he has found a location and he has moved in to that place. This is for those that don't get that he's not the boogeyman that uh, the old non-liturgical teacher had, had shown you in times past, that old authority figure that made it seem like every two seconds you was going to hell. Now, don't, don't get it twisted. He is emphatic about following his instructions. He is constant about telling us that it's important that we honor what he says. But that is a process, and I, I know it's a process right? 
I, I wouldn't high side and pretend like that's not the case. The reality is you, as you grow in faith and in grace, as you grow in relationship and intimacy with the father, there are certain things, it's, it's certain stuff I just can't do no more. I'm not interested in, right? It's certain things that I don't crave or desire, right? As we grow and we mature, but there are also the little nuances that God wants us to, to allow him to see. It's the small things. Uh, the word says that the small foxes, hallelujah, spoil the vine. And we're in a season where God is really for real after the small foxes, y'all. I ain't just talking to y'all. I'm talking to me. I'm talking to the little bitty things. I'm talking about the little white lies. I'm talking about uh, the fudging just a little bit. I'm talking about the, the things that keep you uh, from not wincing or uh, turning away or shunning his presence because of shame because of guilt, because of things that have happened in your past that you've not reckoned with, that you've not reconciled and that you've not repented for. Those are the things that will cause you to be disconnected from the Father because it makes it hard to approach the throne of grace because you don't feel like you deserve it. I hope that made sense for somebody. Let me read just a little further. Um, you didn't choose me, remember? I chose you, and I put you in the world to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil. As fruit bearers, whatever you ask the Father in relation to me, he gives you. But remember, the root command is to love one another, right? And and so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there for for just a moment, and then we'll kind of do a little bit of scripture jump just for a moment, um, because it's imperative that we understand that in an effort to live there, um, you will often hear me say things like perfect love, right? So so usually you hear it as perfect love. Well, 2006, I'm almost positive, the Holy Spirit had me right on my, um, on my board. I have a, several different things that I write and I jot down. If you come to my house, I write all over my mirrors and my walls. And a lot of your names are on the back of my door because I pray for you consistently. But he had me write down that statement. And I kept reading it as perfect love. And I remember when the Holy Spirit corrected me, no, Dion, this is what I want you to do. I want you to perfect love. Ironically, that whole phraseology um, is generally part of the reason that people <laughs> don't really get me, um, don't really understand my, my process or my way, because I love really hard. Um, very, 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 um, and I'm protective <laughs> about the people that I, I love and I care about. I mean, so much so, sometimes I'll be like, okay, girl, you, you I get mad about y'all. I get mad about y'all kids. I, I get uh, frustrated when you're frustrated. Um, and, and while I know that I haven't, quote, unquote, perfected love as of yet, it is important for capacity's sake, that you spend time 
not just loving the folks that you like, but loving the folks that don't necessarily have the capacity to even receive the type of love uh, that God gives us to love one another with. If you think about the fact that for real, he loves you and he knows you, he loves you and he sees every single thing that you do when somebody is looking or when they're not. He loves you regardless of how little you bring him your problems. He, he loves you in spite of how little you trust that he will come through with what it is that he promised or what it is that you ask. He, he loves you even though you break those rules that say, if you listen to me, if you follow my instructions, if you stay cognizant of the fact that I have a plan for your life, which most of the time we don't because we're so busy making plans of our own. Abiding means that you stay faithful to the intimacy and the relationship that is being built right underneath you. It means that you give access to Holy Spirit to order your steps. It means that you are actively engaging with the truth of God's word for your life so you know how to live, so that uh, we can share and perfect the joy that he was talking about, that abundant, that fullness of joy, right? It means that you give yourself permission to be vulnerable in front of the Father. One of the things uh, that I've learned about abiding, one of the things that I've learned about staying is without having an intimate worship time outside of our corporate prayer, even five days a week, there has to be time that you set aside. If you do nothing else, and, and I'm going to give you just a couple of quick steps to learning how to abide. This means that what you'll start to experience is you'll start asking yourself hard questions. Okay, what's missing right here? Uh, why is my joy not full? Why am I experiencing moments of depression and anxiety and frustration? Why am I in a place where uh, I feel like God's not talking to me or responding to me? And, um, and, and there are seasons where he doesn't. He just doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't say a word. The question is, can you stay right there when God is silent? That's a habitation, not just a visitation, right? The word says that he inhabits the praises of his people, right? He lives in the praises of his people. That means that your praise and worship doesn't always have to be accompanied uh, by a, 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 a church song. <laughs> by Anita Wilson and uh, Donnie McCurklin or uh, Chandler Moore or, uh, uh, man, whoever it is that you prefer. I don't really listen to gospel music. I listen to CCM music. <laughs> um, but there are moments that even in the silence, there ought to be a worship. 
even in uh, your brokenness, especially in your brokenness. If you're right now dealing with um, anxiety, depression, um, frustration, uh, grief even, there are moments in the silence where abiding in his presence will absolutely change your location. When you find yourself in a position where you've learned how to stay right there, even when he's quiet, and can I, can I just be transparent? It's not easy, right? It's not easy and it's not fun. But let me tell you what I know um, and, and what I've experienced. I know for a fact that even with the dis-ease, he never lies. He never lies, nor does he ever change his mind. He never um, goes back or falls short on what it is that he said. It may not be in your time. It may not be in the moment that you think it should. But let me tell you what I know. When you feel yourself um, at a place where you feel like God is unresponsive, like he's not moving fast enough, I dare you to worship. I dare you to listen to the truth of his word for your life so that it would overtake your feelings. Because this season that we're headed in, um, where things are going to be altogether different on every single level, y'all, it is going to require that you make an active decision to live in his love. Right? This, like, we're not, we're not going into it. We're actually in it. We're, we're in the thick of it. Um, and while it's, it's ramping up very slowly, um, we need to be grounded, right? We need to be secure in our faith. This is a season where if you don't have real relationship with Abba and, and your relationship is based on what time church start and what time to get out, what time we start praying or what time we stop, things of that nature you will easily wane um, and abiding won't be your first thought, right? So, so I want to, and I'm not saying that to scare y'all. I'm just, I'm just saying what, what it is for real. Like we, <laughs> we in a thing right now and, um, and, and it don't look like it's changing. But how many of you know that even in the middle of a drought, God can change your situation? How many of you know he can restructure your life right here? How many of you know that if you put to shame the, the depression that's coming after your head, the anxiety, the frustration, if you start to shut all that down and remind all of those feelings and emotions because you're doing it from a location, not a visitation. You are have fooled around and learned how to operate in habitation and you are moving out of uh, that, that fear and anxiety, right? Because the word tells us to think on these things which are perfect, which are pure, which are of a good report. It is our responsibility, straight up, to live in his presence. And if you've not found that place, um, my suggestion to you would be to ask Holy Spirit in your personal times of prayer, because my formula probably isn't yours. I've been up and down, up and down, up and down all night. I've had 
some difficult days, like for real. The last few days, they've just been hard. There are certain things that I won't bore you with. But because of the the process that I've had to go through, it's, it's different. <laughs> and it's not easy. And it's not fun. And I have to do things actively to stay encouraged and to remember and to remind you that he is no shorter than his word. His promises are yes and amen. And some of these times, what I would encourage you to do, especially those that deal uh, with, with anxiety and fear and things of that nature, you've got to use your words. You've got to open your mouth. You've got to declare what the word of God declares about you. You've got to say it out loud. The thing that keeps me going is that my thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. On those days where you feel broken and tattered, you have to remind yourself of what the word says because he ain't forgot. Not only has he not forgotten, but he never changes his mind about who you are. Right. And so uh, because of how the scripture reads, I, I just want to read one piece one more time. Um, as a matter of fact, here, let's let's do this. Let's let's make the devil extremely uncomfortable. Every branch in me. Oh, no, that's not the one. Uh, OK, John, John 15 and 10. If you keep my command. You will abide in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and abide in his love. It is so important um, that, that you understand that the root of this relationship that we are building, the root of this relationship that we're learning to abide in is centered in how emphatically he loves you how relentlessly his love is for you, how he will kick down a door for you. I see it over and over again where something did not make sense at all. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I said this last week, 30 years later, I looked at God's hands on a life and I looked at God's hands on the relationships, the things that give you uh, that gauge that let you know you're on the right path, you're on the right track. Look around you at the, the people you've surrounded yourself with and what their posture is toward the father right? It'll, it'll help you determine how much closer uh, you have the potential to be. Check your perimeter and make sure you're not breached by somebody who is feeding your fear as opposed to uh, forcing you into greater levels of faith. Check your, uh, uh, your, your surroundings to know for a fact that you are working in, in a, a, a well, considering the word says love one another. It means that you can't do this alone, right? Keep in mind that we all have a responsibility to be in relationship. The, the Bible even tells us about building deep relationships. Sometimes you'll be down or broken, and that particular person or group of people will encourage you and inspire you to keep going. Learning how to abide, uh, abide is a um, an individual decision because I can't stand before the throne, but it takes, not on your behalf anyway, but it takes collective effort. 
right? It means that that you want to be around people that remind you that you are uh, the righteousness of God, right? You're saved by grace through faith to serve a true and a living God. It is your responsibility to know your legal rights as a believer. And it is his desire to give you the desires of your heart. But that means he places them in you so that he can meet the need by him, of and by himself. Hallelujah. And when we abide in him, it, it, it changes our appetite. It changes the things that we think we want, right? And at the end of the day, I pray that each and every one of you under the sound of my voice, that ultimately all you want is fruit. Whatever that looks like, because you know that the Father who is in heaven, who predestined you for this earth to be uh, love and to be light, to be impactful and to bear fruit, you know that he knows what you need. He knows what you want before you ask. He knows what you have the maturity level to uh, handle. He knows what your capacity is. My prayer this morning is that your capacity be enlarged that you would get to a place where God can trust you with greater and better. I pray for even our stewardship over the things that God gives us, our gifts and our talents. I pray that uh, we'd abide in such a way that things in our lives that are mismanaged uh, be capsized by his love in such a way that abundance show up in certain areas of your life. I pray that this relationship and this being rooted and this being connected to the vine begins to change how you see yourself in the Father as a fruit-bearing tree. I, I pray that somebody, hallelujah, thank you, Holy Spirit, would be able to come and eat from the tree that you have become because you found yourself abiding. The other day, Deontay came running downstairs, mama, 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 they stealing your fruit. <laughs> and I was like, who's stealing my fruit? I said, the, the lady that lives down the street, he was like, yeah. I said, oh, well, her name is Miss J, and I don't eat figs. So I told Miss J, anytime she wants, she can come and get the figs off my tree. So every now and then, I'll look outside of Miss J and her friends. They be out there just a plucking and a pulling. I thank God this morning that we would produce the level of fruit that wouldn't just be consumed by us, but that people in our proximity, hallelujah, people that have access uh, to us can come and dine sufficiently from the fact that we are rooted and grounded and have learned how to abide. So listen, that being said, it's four minutes after the hour. I pray that something that I said this morning encourages you um, to get a, a, there was this old song, just a closer walk with thee, granny Jesus, if you please, daily walking close to thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be. That's old Baptist, I mean. <laughs> but I remember that song and I, I, I didn't, um, I didn't understand what it meant, but today I get it, y'all. A day without abiding in his presence, just one day, of how you uh, not only messed up, <laughs> but it'll have you stuck in your feelings, 
stuck in your anxiety, stuck in your depression, stuck in your frustration, stuck in your guilty places, stuck in your uh, unrepented places. But I'm telling you, if you would trust him enough, if you would perfect love in such a way that even with hands that, that still need to be rinsed, you can at least go to the Father and bear the truth that he already knows about who you are and be uh, not only connected, but get you some coordinates so that you become unshakable, right? Unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. So this is the time we have set aside. Folks that may have joined a little late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. Great morning and happy Wednesday. Who's there? Uh, hello? Good morning. This is Kedra. It's a lifestyle. Thank you. Amen. It is. Anybody else? Good morning, Uh oh, I heard two folks. Go ahead. It's Else. Good morning. Hey, Else. Hey, Else. Good morning, babe. Anybody Good morning, else? Good morning, Sanaje. Hi, Sanaje. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Anybody else? Gloria. Gloria. Hi, Good morning. Gloria. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Hey, it's Krishna. God bless you. Way too press. Way too press. I thought I'd just say you go get some coffee. Okay, so we're talking about going to get some coffee. Kendra, is that you? Not on the plane, huh? Thank you. Yeah, I knew somebody was at the airport. Mute your phone. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, family. Uh oh, good morning, good morning, good morning, magnificent. And who else was that? Carla. Hey, good morning, Carla. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, Dion. It's persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Good morning, Leomia. Good morning. I heard you. Good morning, it's Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. This is Marv. Hey, Marv. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Good morning, Dion. Christina, I love you. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Love you more. Anybody else? Somebody else? Good morning. Hey, Natasha. Great morning. Hi, Tosh. Great morning. Good morning, Queen Dion. This is Sister Melinda. Hey, Sister Melinda. Good morning. Amen. Thank you, ma'am. Good morning, great morning, God morning. Love you, family. Love you, too. 
What's up, Armani's auntie? Because you know you didn't stole the show. <laughs> I, I, I don't even matter no more. <laughs> That's so silly. <laughs> Good morning, sis. Morning, dear Shell. Hi, Shell. Good morning. Thank you for praying this morning. I need to do my thank yous this morning. Thank you, Valuable. Thank you, Shell. Good morning. Thanks, Sonia, too. Sonia actually was the prayer warrior. Oh, was that Sonia? Oh, okay. My bad. I, I, I thought I was tripping. I was like, hmm. <laughs> That's a different sound. Good morning, Sonia. Thank you. Welcome. Anybody else before we go into LLV? Amen. Any questions, comments, commentary this morning? Good morning, Pastor Dion. This is Prosperous Pam. Can you hear me okay? I can. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Um, beautiful declaration. Um, you know, typically I'll get on these calls too and you know, sometimes I'll be in a place where I'm like, what, what can I get out of it? What can I get out of it? But I really just saw your heart. And um, I, I thank you for your transparency. Um, I prayed before the call to give me ears to um, hear and eyes to see for God to give me that. Um, and just so, um, you know, I just love you. I just want to, I want to pour into you. Um, but, my, you know, my mind's a little scattered right now. I'm not walking. But I was remembering when you were talking about the apple that separated from the vine and um, what happened to that apple when it's not separate, when it's separated. And I just visually saw it getting rotten. So it was just so powerful because I just saw that correlation. And then the next thing I'll just say, because you said so many things on this call this morning that were just a blessing, um, was when you were talking about your son. I mean, you ended it up with your son talking about your neighbor and still um, stealing the uh, fruit off the tree. I thought that was just powerful too, how you shared with him that you had um, told a neighbor that they could take that fruit. So not only are you, did you tie it all the way back around to the fruit, but you're feeding into your vine. That's your son. And look what he's learning from his mother that, you know what I'm saying? What one mindset might think of stealing, you're teaching him. He's growing. I mean, you just pour out wherever you go. You're just doing it. And I just thank God for you. And that's all. I just thank you for a wonderful share this morning. Amen. Amen. And thank you for that. I appreciate it. Good stuff. See? Yes, ma'am. So thank you, God, um, for you. That perfecting love, perfect love hit me differently, too, because I was like, yeah, we know that perfect love casts out all fear, but perfecting love, it just it just hit different this morning. So thank you for that. And who you are, you, you, you um, just love radiates through you. I mean, it just really does. Even when you're checking people it's still in love um so i thank you for reminding us too not to let it be like routine because we declare victory every morning i'm here um been here eight years so i know exactly what you're talking about it won't get mundane and if you're on fire if you stay in the word if you study the word like pastor brown my godfather at revival center yes i'm shouting my church out he will tell you to study 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 pray 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 and so it won't get, so it won't become routine. You know what I mean? It won't be just, oh, I know we're going to pray. We're going to hear a declaration. We're going to, no, you got to stay on fire. You got to want to um, be hungry and at thirst. And so just, just this morning, it's just a breath of fresh air and, and you just bring so much to us. I thank you, sis. You know how much I love you. And I really wasn't joking when I said that 
about my son. Thank you, because he says, Mom, he says, I feel, I got teary when he said, he said when I'm around Auntie Dion, I feel light, like I feel protected, like he can feel that you truly love him. And so that just blesses me, sis. I love you so, so much just for who you are. Amen. Thank you for that, sis. I appreciate it. Good morning, you don't call me that. <laughs> Good, morning. Good morning, it's Krishanda. I, also want to I hear Krishanda and who else? DJ Love. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Love. Oh, I just want to say um, I thank you for the the word today. I I thank you for always um bringing us the word, and I thank you for your calmness. I just want to say I thank you for how the Lord is using you and how you encourage us uh, when you come on the line in the morning time. And I just want to say I want the Lord to um, bless you in abundance and keep you covered under his blood, keep you safe from all hurt, harm, or danger because you are left and you pour and you pour into us. And I want to thank you and I want to praise you. And, and I want to, I want you to go out your day uh, trusting and believing in God and uh, having um, God um, keep his blood covered over you and your family. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I, I almost didn't know who you were. You uh, sent the other name change. I know who you are now. I heard you talking, <laughs> but I didn't hear you. I didn't understand at first, but I got it. Thank you, Cynthia, for that. I appreciate it. Amen. God be praised. Go ahead, Krishanda. Mm, what a great um, declaration this morning. Um, God bless you, and thank you um, again for your press um, and so precious what uh, Dee Dee said. I just love how you guys love each other. It's just so beautiful. But um, last night I had a moment where, you know, that whole word Jacob said, I think it's Jacob says, I'm not going to leave until you bless me or something. I'm not, sometimes I'm not going to bless me. And sometimes for me, last night was a moment of that where I had to just praise God, just keep praising and praising and praising until I felt like I got a breakthrough. I couldn't let go until I felt relief. And sometimes, like you said, we go through places, I, I should say I go through, and I know you mentioned it, it's where you don't hear anything from God. You're going through and it's it's difficult but one of the things I had heard, um, you know, since I've been on the call, I could hear God say, you know, remember the thing I said to you the last time. So just keep going until he gives you the next instruction. And in the meantime, for me, the praise and worship and giving um, praise to God, loving, um, just get, being thankful for all that he has done um, has really helped me um, uh, in my process. I'm so grateful for you. I just thank God for you. Bless your feet, and you know. And I just pray that He continues to cover you. I love you so much. I'm back on you. Love you more, and I thank you. I appreciate that. I hear somebody else trying to jump in. Go ahead. Good morning, Pian. Uh, this is uh, Jubilant. Good morning. Hi, Ju. Good morning. Hey. You know, first thing I want to ask. You- uh, when is this book coming out, Dion? <laughs> well, two two things. So one of our one of our 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 sharers in times past, who is Tanya's beautiful niece, creative niece, 
because the book is 756 pages, y'all. <laughs> Look, and this I'm talking about our our book. Um, I was told to send Judah first prior to mine. And so, again, I'm talking about that's my fruit. It's not just uh, one item, but uh, hopefully she'll be calling me today with finalization. We've had lots of technical difficulties because it's so large, but it, it's coming. It's coming, Ju. I heard you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there listening. I'm like, I know she's writing all this stuff down. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping she's writing all this stuff down. <laughs> anyway, I was just, you know, as I was listening to you talk and um, that part that you were saying, how when, you know, God is silent, you know, where are you kind of like, um, the message that had the Lord's would give it to me lately because, you know, you get caught up in the, if I'm not doing something, there's something wrong. You know, if you're not hearing from God every, you know, then something, I'm doing something wrong. And recently, um, a couple of months ago, I got the, a couple of my uh, prayer partners was telling me, you know, what the Lord was telling me to do was rest. And then, you know, I still wasn't getting it though. And then recently he was like, just be, like, just be where I, be in my presence, be okay, you know, be doing nothing, not hearing for just be. And then you just reiterated that just by me listening to you today. Um, that's, it seems easy, but it's so hard to do just to be, you know, whether you hear from him or not, that realizing and, and recognizing that he's always there, he's always present, you know, and um, there's going to be a time when, and we're coming to that time where, you know, you definitely, everybody's all hands on deck and you, you know, definitely have to be plowing that field. But right now, with the message I was getting is just learning how to just be and not, like you were saying, if he, where are you if he's not speaking? You know, where, where am I spiritually, emotionally, physically when he's not speaking? You know, and learning how to be, to know that he's present. So I, that's what I got from the declaration. Absolutely, and that that was a great summation. Thank you, Jew. And let me let me give you the example that Holy Spirit gave me while I was in Atlanta. So if you know anything about Atlanta, if you do not have a car, good luck for your life. Um, and and where I stayed was a distance from the city, so you know everywhere you go, you got to go. Um, I remember when I first moved there. Uh, cell phones didn't have GPSs. You needed a different apparatus for it. So the majority of the time I would print out directions and I'd be looking at the directions and trying to drive and looking at the directions and trying to drive. But now we have access to um, a very common story. And that story is you, you put in the coordinates of your location or your destination and then you expect that the GPS will give you guidance. Well, one of the things that you learn is when you are on the right path, the GPS system will not say anything. All you do is keep going. Then now technology is so advanced, it will say, after these next two lights, turn left. Then the closer you get to the second light, after this light that you go through, turn left. Right, and so I just want to encourage you that if you're going and you know that you are in a place where you are abiding, you know that you are in a place where you are on the right path, just keep going. 
right? Just keep keep going. One of the things that the enemy will try to do in your process is silence you. That's the part you have to be cognizant about. Don't allow yourself to get silenced um, while you wait. Make sure that you are using your words. It's one of the reasons why we talk about um, using your language for those that, that have language and, and why we say and stress that it's important that you have one so that even when you don't know what's going on, the beautiful thing is the kingdom does and you have kingdom coordinates inside of you. So I just want to encourage you to keep reaching out for God. Amen. Somebody's trying to say something. Go ahead. I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. Somebody has something to say? If not, if you mute your phone, that'd be great. Anybody else have anything? Good morning, beautiful. It's Kind Kim. I know you were waiting on me. <laughs> Good morning, Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, beloved. I just want to um, just honor God for your life today. I just think that you're an amazing soul and God has definitely revealed to me through you that you are a vessel and he is using you to his glory. And I want to be, I just want to just give it all to God, um, put him first, and I want to touch other people's life. You know, it's all about him. It's not about us. I just want to say thank you for the service, um, first of all. God bless you. Um, thank you for the declaration today. And as you were speaking about, you know, not hearing from the Almighty, it dropped in my spirit the reminder that the teacher is quiet during the test. I had heard that um, in the past, and it just resonates. You know, sometimes we don't hear from God. That's because, you know, he's working on it. You know, he's working on it. We're being tested at the time, but he's right there as a teacher, and he's ever-present. Um I thank you for that, um, the reminder that basically what it said to me is we have to love our haters. You know, God knows everything about us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Like you said, even when people aren't looking, none of us are perfect, but he loves us anyway. And that's the type of love I want to display. Um, and I'm working each day toward my mark. I'm very thankful for this um, line that God had given you the vision to create. I've never experienced anything like this in my 44 years of life, just being able to get on and be transparent and just look forward to it each day, not just on Tuesday for Bible study and, you know, uh, Sunday for church and conference day, all that. It's just every day, Monday through Friday. And I just thank you for being obedient. It does definitely um, bless me each day that I'm able to join the family here on Declare Victory, Love Life and Victory. Um, thank you so much, beautiful Queen. Amen. Thank you, kind Kim. I thank God for you, and thank you for sharing that. I appreciate you. Hey, Dion. Hey, Glow. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> I love you, sis. So I, I appreciate you so much, and you just you just continue to uh, encourage us on, and continue to just encourage us to stay, just keep marching, keep going, keep going. And I love the declare victory. I love um, the opportunities that we have in order to grow together. And most of all, the, I love, I was sitting thinking about my own life and how sometimes some of the stuff that uh, my life is 
it seemed like if anybody, if, if you would think it's crazy, but it is crazy. It would be crazy to somebody else, but it's my life. It's my story. And God is in the full mix of it. And I appreciate him for that. And so um, I just love the opportunity to listen to others and to, and to be blessed by the encouragement that we, we get from the declarers and just everything that goes on that helps encourage our growth in him. Amen. Amen. I love you I so agree. Much. I love you too, sis. Thank you so much. I appreciate every person that is part of uh, the process. Definitely uh, been a blessing to me. Hey, D. I just want to, I am just overjoyed. I, I appreciate your press and every time it just encourages, and I know it encourages everyone, but it encourages me because my prayer every day is to abide in Jesus and Jesus abide in me. And that will help me, you know, that, um, that side of me where I want to you know, let you know how I feel and my emotions. It's the decision to accept um, <laughs> what would Jesus do? <laughs> what did he say? Um, those things that um, keep us grounded in him. As the old folks say, um, you have to, um, they used to say about, you know, pressing and, and what we say be intentional, uh, you know, press toward the mark. But in it is so important every day as we declare something that we walk in it. And the way to do that for me is just to keep abiding in him, knowing where my sources come from. Um, he is the source. But when I say sources, I'm talking natural, physical, spiritual. I'm talking about when you um, see someone homeless that you don't just drive by. It's his love that covers a multitude of sin. That's the ignoring what you see um, and not to be bragging, but I think I blew my husband's mind. I didn't even realize I had did it. We were coming back from fishing and the man ran across the street. He was tiptoeing. And then I, I asked, I looked at my husband. I said, pull over. He said, what are you doing? And I handed the man my shoes. The man was like, no, no, that's all right. And he looked at him again, and they was Nikki. No, that was Nike. And he was just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. And when he looked at me, he was just like, I said, boy, I got six shoes in the trunk. I said, I could put on some heels and walk in the house. I said, but that man right. was tiptoeing across the street. And he just looked at me like, I said, you have to make a decision that it's not about you, but you're included. So that part right there just keeps my heart soft and pointing towards the needs of who Jesus is. There, there's a place I ain't got it all, but there's a place where I need him, where, you know, there's a days where I miss my son. There are days when I can't see my granddaddy. Me abiding in Jesus keeps that peace on the forefront of my heart and just to, you know, be able to chase after him and everything he is. So love you, sis. I just love the way you encourage us. I love the way that you hustle hard for Jesus because I'm in there and I appreciate you and I love you. Amen. And that that's real talk. If you're feeling uh, like, like Oprah Winfrey said, I was feeling mighty low, boss. I dare you to find somebody to come into and watch what God does. Does something different in you and make you forget about what you was going through. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Rochelle, thank you uh, for reminding that abiding in, because as you guys know, you may not know, because I haven't been 
um, talking about it or asking y'all to pray with us. Well, we're burying my uncle. My only uncle left my in Arkansas Friday, and this is the first time my mom's not able to go. So she, when I tell y'all her heart is broken, but abiding in him and praying and understanding, and I'm been on the phone laughing with my cousins. I got seven girl first cousins, y'all, and they all act like me. So, but to be able to just rejoice and know that the last time I saw Uncle Jewel was when we went for the family reunion in 2019, and we did that two-hour drive from Little Rock to Magnolia, and me and my sister just laid with him and loved on him and made memories. And so had it not been for knowing how to abide and being a part of Declare Victory Right now, today being Wednesday and knowing that I won't be able to, to just be with my cousins, um, I would be broken, sliding down a wall, not having joy, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I'm learning that it's not how I say it, um, Dion. Thank you for that. Although I know it's hard for my mom, who's almost 80, to not be there because she feels like she has to, she's a matriarch and she has to be there for her nieces and nephews and stuff. God is still in control. So God's plan is what it is. I just know that he's working it all out, that she'll be there, will be there. My sister, Antoinette, whoever needs to be there will be there when, when it's time. It's just way too much going on um, to get there. And you guys who knows how to get to certain places in Arkansas, it's not like when you're in California flying to Oakland. It's so much to just get to the town that they're in so just continue to pray agree with me in prayer that this week and then beyond this week because once uncle's laid to rest it's going to be a lot <laughs> so i just want to share that like you said don't wake up and know that oh god no just say lord i thank you that i was able to spend time you know with my uncle and he you know so it's just it's more to it than just wanting to to be sad and mournful especially when you have the joy and especially when you are a victor hope that made sense to somebody Amen. I agree. While she was speaking, one of the things I heard is or saw is like um, um, like having a key in the ignition of a car, and as long as you stay, as long as you abide, you have that key in the car, right? The car will go. But if you take the key out of the car, the car stops. So we have to abide, and God can give give us the fuel that or to keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling, but that's what I was, I could yeah, see when, you know, um, when the baby was, um, baby, <laughs> Dee Dee was talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll give good you morning. a shot. Hey, good morning. I heard two people. Yes, um, I, I can wait. Go, go ahead, Lisa. Good morning. Thank you again for your declaration. You always encourage me. Uh, and, and in my process of healing, um, I know God is still good. And uh, in my process of healing, I just lost one cousin Monday and one cousin yesterday. And it brought up a lot of feelings. I, I start, you know, it's not about my feelings. I have to keep my eyes on the Lord and ask him to comfort. It's like my heart was torn out all over again. I've been to several, and I know that God is in control, and I still have to keep my joy. I can't let uh, my feelings get me down to where, you know, you, you, you're just going to be stuck. No, you need to start praising God and thanking God and just for where you are right now, and you got to keep your head up and Look to him because he is in control. He knew that I would be right here at this place at this time uh, in my healing. 
but it don't feel good. And, you know, I'm not, I know I can't go on how I feel, but I got to keep my eyes in his word and prayer and just keep going. So I stay in God's presence. So I thank Didi and I thank you, Dion, for your encouragement that however, whatever it looks like, you still have to, I have to trust God in it all. And I thank you so much. God bless. Amen. Thank you for that, Lisa. Amen. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. It's uh, persistent. First of all, Dion, I just, um, while your fruit is showing on this line, I mean, everyone, uh, you've, you've uh, relate, your declaration has related to uh, so many, and so many people are expressing that to you. They're um, eating from your, your tree right now, and it's pretty awesome to listen to. I want to say that um, you said so much to me this morning. First of all, thank you for your prayers for all of us. It just, that means a lot to hear you um, say that. And then secondly, this line for me has been a lifeline. It really has in studying and going deeper and knowing the things and then exercising my voice. The reason why I am silent and the Lord revealed this to me because there's been comfort in the silence. I've been able to um, not be exposed, not be judged, not be mistreated, not be hurt. Um, uh, uh, silence in me has been a place of peace, whether it's in my family or whether it's in my church or whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in a job of some sort. Amazingly, I work in a position in the marketplace where I have to use my voice, where I have to talk to people, which I'm good at. But And I have a lot to say, but I, I have to exercise my voice. I have to speak out. Um, I thank you um, for saying what you said. The enemy tries to silence you. It is so very true. Um, and I thank you for abiding and saying we need to abide. But most importantly, I thank you this morning for the word process that you use, because that's what the Lord has been telling me. It's a process. You have to go through the process. You need to um, trust and believe. Um, speak my word. Study my word. And when you're, even when he's silent, you have to have faith. The just shall live by faith. And knowing that he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake, forsake you. Take him at his word. I've got so many giants around me um, that at my hands or at someone else's hands, if not both, and so it's, like you said, all hands on deck. We are in that season right now. Um, it's different. We've never been here before. I heard all of that, and I just am grateful. I'm grateful because I know that God's hand is up on me. I'm in the right place. I am definitely um, feeding from the right tree. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm around the right believers and the right sisters and brothers in Christ who are going after the truth and wanting to walk this out and persevere and declare victory. So I just appreciate you, and I thank you very much. Amen. Thank you, Persistent. I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. And um, all I'll say is keep going. <laughs> keep going. It'll be fun. We'll get hey. there. Good morning. 
Can you hear me? Uh-huh, we can. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Dion. Um, so this is Yolandra, and um, I just want to bless, thank you for blessing me this morning. Um, it's like you always bless me. Uh, but this morning in particular, you uh, called out a few things that I am uh, experiencing. And you talked about, uh, I guess the term is like either you're sliding down the wall or you're, you know, slowly drifting outside of God's will. Um, and that's not necessarily where, that's not where I am. But I do, I do feel as though lately that I just feel like over freaking whelmed. I feel like I'm scattered and I don't have uh, enough time in the day. I feel like I'm being pulled from all different directions. And consequently, I have to intentionally sit down and make time to read the word, to pray, to meditate. And even in, even with that, there's like some frustration because my mind is like all over the place. And um, God help me, help me say what I need to say. Um, I just feel like, I feel like I need to cry, but I know that there is no need to cry because God, God has me, right? I feel like I'm overwhelmed, but I know I'm not overwhelmed because I know God has me, right? I feel like I am, uh, stressed out, but I know I'm not stressed out because God has me, if that makes sense to anybody. So when you're talking about, like, making a decision, I'm so grateful because what I heard from your story, I mean, your declaration this morning is that I have to continue to run the race no matter what it looks like. You know, I got this new job, man, and I'm telling you, I am, like, all over the place and I'm asking God is this where you would have me I mean I pray that you would put me somewhere else but God these people are are like trying to run me ragged right and so then I I find myself getting angry at work I'm getting resentment I'm being short I'm working at at my office and I'm coming home and I'm working when I get home it's just like God I don't know if I can sustain this I need you to help me and what the Holy Spirit told me because you know I listen to declare victory but I I, I haven't been like uh I haven't been participating in the uh uh the uh, unified prayer, right? And the Holy Spirit told me what the thing you need to do is like get back on that call this morning and 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 join the prayer. Number one, right? Number two, and he told me a couple other things that you know I need I need to do. I need he told me, he reminded me that I was drifting away from my routine, if you will. Uh, that I was you know focusing more on the outside of me than the inside of him and and knowing, full knowing that he has me, right? And I can get through anything. The word says I can do all things through Christ, but I have to draw my strength on him. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but man, Dion, Dion Jackson, (laughs) I just want to thank you 
for this morning because you know you you really spoke to me and and even in, in your declaration you know it was like I kind of felt like there she go again she talking to me there she go <laughs> you know I'm surprised I didn't get one of those text messages or one of those phone calls out of nowhere you okay you okay because I haven't been okay and I've been trying to you know keep it together but I just feel like I want to scream I really feel like I want to scream Right, I really feel overwhelmed, but I have to remember that God has me, and that's all I can hold on to His yoke and His burden. Oh, God, thank you, Dean. Can I tell you something for real, real talk? No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna tell you what. How about that? You can call me, you can call me. (laughs) No, 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 listen. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This will help all of us. So you said I feel like I want to scream. Mm-hmm. You better ask about that. Let me t- let me tell you what I do from time to time. Cause cause real talk, nobody will ever understand this part of my the, the last five years have been the devil. You hear me? And I'll be like, what in the heaven backwards is going on here? Are you kidding me? Yes. Like yes. seriously. And each time yes. I think I'm going into a new normal, something different happens. And every time I try to take two steps forward, something crazy occurs. And I'll be like, this is like, nobody should have to be bothered with this all the time. So what I want to tell you is, if you feel like you want to scream, baby, go somewhere and holler at the top of your lungs like a mental health patient. Mm. Right? So, So the Bible talks about groans and utterings that we do not know. A holler is an utterance. A holler has verbiage to it. You may not understand it, but the heavens do. So in that overwhelmed place, because man, it's so many times I feel overwhelmed. I've been been single for 16, 17 years. (laughs) Right? I've been doing everything by myself, quote unquote, according to the world system, alone but I've never been alone God has always been right there but it does not negate that we are people Mm -hmm. right that we have feelings and emotions and so I want to give somebody permission not just you Yolanda man find you a corner and holler at the top of your lungs that that level of brokenness breeds a response from the heavens the only thing that'll Mm -hmm. keep you from doing it is pride Mm mm-hmm because we feel like we should be able to handle everything. Why? We don't, we don't have to. You don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to have all the solutions. That's what we serve, the God that we serve for. He can handle what we can. He's not scared of our questions. He's not scared of our frustration. But at the end of the day, the questions that we ask will give us the answers that we need to continue the race. God, what, what am I missing? Why am I frustrated? Why am I short? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. This is Prosperous Cam. I just wanted to share, you know, I've been there where I've done it in my car, not recently, but um, you probably remember about maybe three, four years ago, I was just going through some really, really like some changes and I found myself uh, just doing it and crying and screaming in the car where nobody could hear. I didn't do it, but it just came out. And God blesses mm-hmm. all of that. He, he, there is a, again, I talk about scriptures, but I don't have the, the um, scripture um, exact one, but he um, bottles our tears 
Um, we serve a loving God who's just there. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but I just wanted to share that I've, I've been there where I scream. If it's time to cry, cry. And it just don't stay there, as Sister Tanya says. And then one last thing, I just wanted to go back to what you said about 15, 20 minutes ago. You talked about GPS, relating that to like feeling when God's not there. That is a, that's a uh, declaration all in itself. It's so powerful um, because I think about the GPS. Sometimes you think, is this thing on? Is it working? And that's when God is silent. And sometimes you make a right turn and the GPS hasn't been right at, well, when you made the right turn, <laughs> they tell you to make a right turn. So it just was such a good, um, I love your um, examples this morning. And um, that's all going on mute. Good stuff. Super good stuff. So, Yolanda, I hope that helped. What'd you say? I hope that helped. Oh, yeah, always, Dion. I love you, Mama. I love you, too. <laughs> well, what stood I out said I wasn't going to say that? nothing. Oh, go ahead. Uh-oh. Who else was that? This Lavina, go well, ahead. Go ahead, and then go. No, let Lavina go. I can catch my breath while she talks. Okay. <laughs> only been trying to jump in. Only been trying to jump in for a minute, but I believe it's a God said word. What stuck out for me, what the most was, and it hit my heart. It hit my spirit. Was when you said, "I've had some difficult days." I heard Martin Luther King's voice. And you, you didn't say it once, but you said it twice. And it reminded me of that scripture, God said it once, and we heard it twice. Or I might have jacked it up, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And in that, we have some difficult days ahead of us. Yeah. And we must stay plugged in to the power source. We must stay fully charged up. Because the enemy is coming like never before. The shift has already taken place. Yep. And so in that, we're being tested to see who's going to really stand. This world system is trying to control. Yeah, this world system is trying to control. That's that's all. That's all that's going on. That's all. But don't 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 be you know don't don't be you know whatever about it. But stay stay in the vein. Stay connected to the tree. Stay connected to the branch. Stay connected to the vine. Dion, that was just powerful, and I just wanted to chime in and say that, that, yes, we have some difficult days ahead of us. And, yes, yeah. you've been through some difficult days. But I say this to everyone, stay plugged in. Be um, intentional. God told me that two years ago. Be intentional. When you're not reading his word, make yourself sit down and read it. I don't care. I I I I live. I've been on my own for over thirty years myself, Dion. And so in that, make yourself. And I, yesterday, I made myself sit at the table. This morning, I cried out, and 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 he had me over in um, Solomon, and I'm trying to be quiet. He had me over talk, uh, when Solomon was building the temple. And so in that, God is building us. He's building us in a way that we've never been built before. And we will stand. We will be able to remain in that vein. Yeah. Amen. I'm going on mute. Love you, sis. That's good. I love and you, our, too. Our teacher started off by telling us 
that things that we're in a different place and to not be comfortable with the routine. And it seems so necessary to stay plugged in, like um, the sister just said, and also uh, not being comfortable with routine, even in the flesh, to let go of the things of the past, of what you understood of the normal of the past. We, t- we kept saying, oh, the new normal, the new normal. There's no new normal. And if we can just flow and let go of things and stay plugged into the source, we'll all be better off. Because we'll go crazy trying to keep things the way that they were before to try to expect things to be the same. But the more we can let go, we'll have more peace. Why not need good stuff? Can I jump in? I know Sister Tan I don't want to come behind her. (laughs) 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 What stood out, one of the things that stood out to me was um, perfect love and not, perfect as an adjective but as a verb to perfect love and that is our charge um and 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 you spoke on the the little things it's it's not about us it's about how we how we walk it out and how how our lives impact others and the only perfect love is god's love right so what we have to do is work on perfecting our love and how we how we love people so i love that you you said that. Um, and another thing that came to mind as someone was speaking, something I tell my children all the time is that feelings are not facts, right? And and I heard it said before that there's no such thing as stress, only stressful thoughts. So a lot of it is how do we look at it? And one of the things that helps me is just going back to the word and remembering the promises of God when, when I look at what I see in the natural, and it's not about <laughs> what I see in the natural. So staying connected and abiding um, it's the only way for me to keep my mind right and keep out of that um, that dark place. So I thank you for um, the reminders that you that you that you give us in the way that you walk your life out uh, so publicly. And as somebody said, and I've said before, this is definitely a life changing um, ministry. And I, I am grateful for how God is so intentional and all the pieces that move to put us where we are and in, in connecting us to the people we are um, connected to. So just, just thank you for being, for you and for everybody who pours into um, this ministry. Come on back on you. And you being a part of that. Thank you, Tosh. Good stuff. In, anybody else before Tanya, Tanya come and, and change the direction of the call? Yeah. This, this is me. I, um, I really don't even know how to say it, but I really need prayer. And I know it's nothing but Satan. It's got me so when I start trying to read the Bible, I fall asleep. When I I pray, I fall asleep. And I don't even know how to say it. A lot of us do that, Mother. Right. Yeah, but I do it most every time I pray. Oh, this this morning, thank God, I didn't. I stayed awake and I went through my uh went through uh I didn't go all the way through the Bible, but I read for you know my scriptures and stuff for the day, and I done my devotion. And I prayed, and I stayed awake. 
But most of the time, I've gotten so my body hurts so bad, I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason I'm falling. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I do know. I know it's nothing but the trick of the enemy. I'm going back on mute. I don't even know how to explain myself. So so you explained yourself well, and, and I understand. Um, I understand more more than you know, but, but let me let me tell you something about how the enemy will work. He'll try to trick you into thinking you so thrown off. If you think for one second God does not see um your your efforts and your diligence, I need you to know you got another thing coming. That's inaccurate. Right? Um one of the things I'll suggest to you, and I, I tell people this all the time, there's an app that I use on a regular basis. It's called Daily Audio Bible. Listen to it because, unfortunately, subliminally, you will hear everything that's necessary to feed your spirit and your soul. So don't get frustrated and don't be over there beating yourself up because, you're not 22 and you don't stay awake because I'm 49 and I'll be falling asleep. So, amen. Amen. <laughs> no, just, just, so, just so you clear, don't let the devil haunt you with that thought. It's, it's okay. Turn on, turn on the word and then that way, even while you're sleeping, you get what you need. I'm telling you. I'm telling you from experience. Okay. Okay. What's the name of that? Better way to fall asleep than to be in the Word. Yeah, it's called Daily Audio Bible. Daily Audio Bible. Okay. Just download it from your Play Store. It's a podcast. Okay. And it helps. It reads the Word to you, Old Testament and New Testament alike, every day. And it's a community. It's dope. You'll like it. Okay. It's a guy named Brian, and his wife's name is Jill. Daughter's name is China. <laughs> That's how many years I've been listening to it. <laughs> and it's very and helpful. I, and I go to bed with it every night. It's the bomb, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. It is good. Yeah, I love you. Um, I just want to. I post something in the, I don't know if I'm posting in the Victory Room. It's not necessarily from a Christian perspective, but she is a coach, um, does work and knows um, the brain and how it functions. She has her her schoolwork or degrees in that area. And I'm going to send it to you, Mother Leonia. Um, it helped me from, from just a natural perspective, um, the importance of that self-sabotaging because nobody really intends to self-sabotage, but it just shows up. And language is really key. It's so funny how the devil will trick us and make us think something. When you started off, you said, I always fall asleep. But then you came right back after that and said, this morning I didn't. So if we start changing our language to the extent of where subconsciously it recognizes the truth of the word that you can stay up, sometimes it's a matter of positioning right, um, while we're doing it. 
Uh, I can't be comfortable lying down reading the word. It's a wrap. I might as well forget it, right? And I get it that you're struggling in your body with pain too. So just finding another way or doing something different in the midst of. But you already said it. Today was a different day. So I'll start changing and looking at it like I can stay up. I will stay up. This is important to me. It's my necessary food, just like eating and breathing it. Okay. I'm going to send you that video. I'll send it to you, mother. <laughs> it oh. just blessed me. I, it really, really did. It dealt with how we deal with our subconscious, and our subconscious really does control our natural, physical, as we're showing up now, because it's what we really deeply believe. I want to share that. You. Love you, I wouldn't even say nothing. I was being quiet and good, and then Mother Leona <laughs> <laughs> come on the line. <laughs> I love you, Mother Leona. Can you post all right. that in the room? Say that again. Victory room, Lisa. Uh, you, I can. Uh, it's not really, you know, necessarily along it our things. And you gotta be. It's okay. Good. No, it's not. <laughs> I post it. <laughs> I will. It's but done. I'll send it to you, Mother Leonia. I will. But again, listen for the words. She will say, you know, whatever you believe in to the extent, whether it's God, the universe, or whatever, is still a principle that works because we are mind, body, and spirit. So I'm not saying she's heathen or nothing like that, but I will. I'll post it. Okay. Because I can't get no downloading. My downloading go for two or three weeks. So you can go to the Internet. You Just go to your computer if you can. Okay. Yeah, okay. you can just I'll Google. do that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the information and you can copy it from that. Yeah. I'm going to text Jeff so he'll do it for you. Huh? Yeah, so Jeff will do it. Jeff will yep. do it. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I'll send to you, Glow. I'll send to you, Glow. Thank you so much, all of you. Pleasure. Pastor Dion, this is Ty and Kim. I just wanted to chime back in real quick. And um, just truly thank God for this line. Um, I was thinking about how it really humanizes and gives us a realistic view of what the Christian walk looks like. I was just visualizing my walk with Christ and always having fear of needing to be perfect. Like you said, that routine, going to church, you have to act a certain way, sit a certain way, look a certain way, you you know, speak a certain way. And I just thank God for declare victory that, you know, people are who they are. It's like you can be open-minded. You don't have to be perfect. We can share our tests and our trials. And um, it's, I can't even say it. I'm just so excited in my abdomen right now about declare <laughs> victory because, no, honestly, like, it makes me feel like my walk with Christ is more successful than ever because I could be imperfectly perfect. Like, I know Listen. all of us are imperfect, but when you are going before the church, you know, it just makes you feel like I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Like, you're really almost never going to be good enough to do it today, if that makes sense. So, I just thank you again, and I truly, truly, truly thank God for this line. And let me let me just say this before uh, Tanya comes and and um, releases all that power. Listen, we are so because of how culture is created, performance, pressure based. The devil is a lie. Your place is no smaller than my place in the kingdom. My place is no greater than uh, Tanya's place. All of us have our own process. And if you allow the world and its system and culture 
to trick you into thinking you got to do everything perfectly, you would drive yourself crazy. I have been, let me, I'm going to share this and I'll share it in the victory room. Also, I have been listening to um, Creflo Dollar every day in his confessions. And I have had to, not that I don't know how to do it on my own, but because I had to break my routine in order to expand my coast, sometimes you have to employ different things. I remember at, at one point I had, I got to a place where you, you know, you feel the stagnation. You can feel yourself like in a stiff place. When you feel that, it means you got to change something. It means something needs to shift and you employ new strategies and they're given by the Holy Spirit and don't feel like odd or strange. There are certain people whose voice will trigger um, and, and make your baby leap. There are certain people who are called in this season. Don't isolate yourself to what you are familiar with based on tradition. I had somebody just tell me an opinion of someone um, because of the nature of what I'm called to do. I have an apostolic anointing. It took me 40-something years to get that. It means that I, I go places on assignment. I'm dispatched. I'm sent to certain places. And I was feeling like a vagabond. My pastor just left. So I'm, I'm homeless, technically. Now, he's still considered my pastor. But a lot of times, people and their perspective will hold you hostage to how they think you should operate. Don't allow yourself to get capsized by the opinions of others. You do your relationship the way God gives you to do it, not how he gives me to do it. You, right? All these relationships are individual and independent one of the other. Don't allow the world and its system to change how you approach the throne. That's your responsibility. And you ask Holy Spirit how to give you to do it. Amen. That part. Straight up. So I'm going to, I'm going to put this in the, and, and now mind you, if I hear a voice and it's not for me, I can't listen. And after a while, you'll hear the same voices that you've been hearing over and over again. And you'll notice that it's not doing anything. Sometimes it's time to move around. Right. You, there are a million resources out here to get you to next. Don't get stuck. Amen. Somebody, uh, Amen. somebody. Was gonna say something? Amen. Amen. I was, but I want to let Amen. Tanya go. No, Christina, go, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, um, when you were talking about us being on, a road and like a GPS and it doesn't always say anything. I saw a roundabout. For some of you who don't know, a roundabout is like a circle and it has different roads you can go on. The GPS will tell you go on the second one. But if you don't take the turn, you stay going in that circle. Some of someone on the line is like going through a cycle. It's like they're just going through the same thing over and over and over. And it's time for them to get off the roundabout. It's time for them to continue to go on that path God has set for, set for them to go. And it's time for them to decide to forgive. That's all I got. That's good stuff. And I'm sure who it was for heard it. Get off the roundabout, honey child. 
can you, Nadine? Yes, Aditi Sharice Jackson. Go ahead, girl. Pastor. Good morning, everybody. Um, I I want to ditto everything that everybody said. This was absolute um sweet call today. So necessary. So um I want to wrap it up this way. Number one, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. As such, there are uh, different emotions that God equipped us with specifically so that we can function as best we possibly can as those humans, uh, as, as human beings. One of the things that I want to caution us of as we um, uh, move into a different territories, uh, uh, uncharted waters, unfamiliar terrain, is to understand that in life, grief, just like happiness, is a part of our life. It's a part of our human experience. And so I know that in times past, it may have been inferred that, you know, as good, strong Christian soldiers, you know, we don't succumb to grief. We don't succumb to emotions. We don't succumb to sadness. Um, that is a legalistic approach to dealing with um, the challenges that happen in life. And I'm not talking about just grief from losing a loved one or a really close friend. Um, grief can show up in many ways. The loss of something significant, a pet, a job, um, you know, money that you lost, a home. You know, grief can show up. Uh, children moving out, or whatever. Grief can. We there is a map. There is a certain portion of grief, or part of that. Those things will introduce grief, and so uh, I will never ever forget. I wrote about it in my book. How that one day I was so overwhelmed. I literally listen. When people talk about, and I don't know shade at anybody, but if you have you ever been in a situation where the fight was so thick, you forgot to eat. You absolutely could not even sit down to focus enough to read scripture. And every now and then, the only thing you could do as far as prayer was, God help me. If you haven't been there, I have, and I, t I wanna tell you it's not comfortable. But it was all I had, Jesus helped me. I had stored up months before with studying and praying and meditating because this season of my life, I didn't have the capacity. I, I forgot to eat. I had to make myself eat. I was so overwhelmed that I called Dion and I said, I don't know what to do. I feel like I want to scream. And just like she told you, Yolanda, not only should you, but you better. Did that make me a weak believer? Did that mean that my faith, I had lost my faith? No, there was so much pressure that had been built up uh, because in the face of my son who was hospitalized, I had to show this strong character. And I, I was, but I mean, like I couldn't flinch. I had to, I had to maintain a poker face with every um, bad news report that we got. And if you've not been there before, I, it's hard to even to try to describe it. Um, so let me, can y'all still hear me? I'm pro, I'm going to close it out. Um, I, uh -huh, I, okay. I hope you can. Okay. All right. So 
So I don't want you to feel guilty about screaming or crying. What, what, you, what you are not allowed to do is to um, do it so often that you, that you dig a hole for you and coulda, shoulda, woulda, and you bury yourself in the sand. That's not allowable. But should you scream? Should you, should you cry? If that's what you need to do to get past that moment, I still do it. So so I want to encourage you not to feel guilty or to buy the the, the good legalistic religious people. They meant well. They, they really did. But that's not true that we cannot. God gave us the emotions for a reason. Why would, he, why would God give us these emotions that we cannot use? We have to, if you don't release the stress, if you don't release the frustration, the disappointment in some kind of healthy manner, because, see, you'll be in control of it. Right, but because if you don't do it, it will surface some kind of way in an outburst, in being sharp and snappy at people, um, through an illness, um, you know, stomach issues, ulcers. We don't, we don't want that. We want to release it. So here's what we are going to do today for those of you that are comfortable enough doing it. Now, the people who be amen in us and wanting us to get off the call, y'all should probably hang up because it's, it's about to, we about to turn it all the way up. If you are in a place uh, where you can make some noise or, or you can quickly go to that place where you can make some noise, um, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do something. We're going to perform an exercise this morning as a, in, in an effort to show you how to, one of the ways that you can release. I feel a shout in the atmosphere is what I feel. And I want to lead you in that shout. And we're not staying on the phone for a whole long time. We're going to release this thing, and then we're going to be done. So don't go, I don't need you to go overboard. And as you shout, you also need to be listening to me. You need to be listening for my voice, okay? Because, we, again, we're not going to do this for a long time. In just a few minutes, for those of you that are willing, um, and want to uh, participate, we're going to take our phones off mute, and we are going to shout. That does not mean we are dancing. In the Church of God in Christ, we used to say we had a shout in good time, like people was dancing all over the place. To shout is to yell. And you can yell a word, hallelujah, praise God, Jesus, whatever, or you can just, you can yell an utterance. But it's important real, real for us to re- oh, go ahead. Yes. No, I just I just want to say this. This is a form of deliverance work. Whether or not you know it, I ain't saying you got a whole bunch of demons, but I'm telling you, if you follow these instructions to the letter, you will feel it's almost like one of those pressure cookers where if you turn the uh I didn't mute you, Shell. If you turn the but yeah, I can. You turn the knob steam comes out that's what this is go ahead tanya and so, real quick too um, remember oh, it could be a shout of war remember warfare just as in jericho absolutely yeah. absolutely lisa absolutely it, and whatever it is because everybody has their own thing that they're dealing with it doesn't it might not right. be grief it might not be frustration it could be listen i'm declaring war i'm not going down like that whatever it is you 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 know what it is you don't you don't need us to tell you right and so so here are the instructions can you hear this sound hold on one second can you hear this sound 
Can you no. can you hear that sound, Dion? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. You didn't hear that sound? Oh crap. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. So uh, I was I was trying to do something where I okay. So we're gonna do it three. We're gonna shout three times. And the reason that it's important for us to shout three times is because I just got the download number one, and so we're gonna be obedient. But secondly, because there are three that bear record in heaven: God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians, uh, I think it's. 15, um, it talks about the fact that Jesus Christ is um, uh, grace personified unparalleled and that Jesus is the, Jesus is, uh, yeah, and that God is the God of love and that the Holy Spirit is, um, uh, uh, we commune with him, right? And so we want to invite them to be a part of this exercise. So we're going to do it three times, but again, it's important for you to listen because you won't be able to see me to tell you to stop. And we will have order in spite of the fact that it is a shout. We will not be in disorder. We will be in order. I hope everyone is clear. Uh, if if shouting makes you nervous, you should probably hang up. Um, and I don't mean anything bad by it. If you cannot participate because you're at work, I've tried to give people enough time to like maybe go to your car if you're at work or go someplace where people in here, if you're, if you're at work, it's okay. Don't worry about it. What you can do is um, this exercise later on today, or you can do a quiet shout, all right? I, I went and got in my or home. you can oh. mutter like yes. the woman with yes. the issue of blood. So don't yes. feel like you need to be excluded because you can't holler. Your yes. mutter will be the same level of honor. <sighs> Glory to God. I feel that. As well as... Um, it was whose mom? Oh my God! Um, the pre—I just—I'm having a brain freeze. His mom went to oh my God, Samson, Samson's mother. Um, you know, her grief was so heavy that um, she just she was literally muttering, and the the priest there thought Eli thought she was drunk. All right, you ready? So, uh, on the count of three, we're gonna go ahead and take our phone off mute. And we're, so you can take your phone off mute now, but on the count of three is when we're going to release the sound, okay? Are you ready? One, two, three, go.
a sound of war, a sound, hallelujah, that reaches heaven from earth. Hallelujah. Are you ready? One, two, three, go. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're not tangible, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So this is one of the tools that you can use when you are feeling overwhelmed, when you, feel, when you are feeling scattered, when you don't feel like, like you don't know what else to do, you, you don't have any. This is one of the tools that you can use so that the enemy will not hold you hostage to those emotions. I pray that someone was, I know somebody was released. I know several of you were released. I felt it in my spirit. I won't compare myself to Jesus, but it almost reminds me of when virtue went out of Jesus as he was walking, and the woman touched his garment. She touched just the hem of his garment. Virtue went out of him. And so while I will not pretend to be like that, I felt it. I felt the break in the atmosphere. And I want you to be encouraged today. Don't let anybody make you feel bad when you need to release the sound. Dion, I'm going to give it back to you. So I'm going to say this as we get ready, prepare to um, leave and go our separate ways. The very first shout that we made, sounded like a fully populated NFL football game. It was a declaration of victory. And I could hear it. I could hear the crowd cheering when there was a touchdown. I need you all to know that your level of obedience, as peculiar as this may be, this doesn't really happen at church and in buildings, but I need you to understand that your obedience um, birthed a different level of capacity in you, especially for those that are newer to the call and unfamiliar with these types of exercises. These aren't things that Tanya and I plan. It literally happens as Holy Spirit gives instruction. So I want you to know that there's a release that happens in the spirit. And if you begin to just open your mouth and declare, number one, that you understand who you are. You absolutely are the righteousness of God, that he's not a liar. He doesn't trick us into trusting him, right? And the closer you get, the further you come into the fold, the further you come into the process, the more and more he's going to reveal himself to you. So I just want to say this morning, I love you. Don't forget today is a fasting day. I dare you, if you've not done so, on the heels of what we just did, with great expectation, push your plate back today. 
just till five o'clock. Drink you some water, drink you some juice, whatever you have to do to get the full benefit of the fast for today. Archer Circle is tonight at 7 p.m. Um, it may potentially be prayer for the children today at, I believe it's six o'clock. Um, but under whatever circumstances, listen, I don't care what you do as long as you don't quit. Just keep going. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. I pray that somebody got some supernatural strength today from the call. And I declare emphatically that you are the beloved of God. You are loved already. You are approved in the heavens and that nothing you do will change his mind about loving you by all means intentionally today operate from a place of perfecting love. So if you know yesterday you were short and curt with people today, use intentionality and say, God, give me the grace to deal with my stuff. Amen. All right. And no prayer for the children today. Just Archer Circle. Thank you, B. Um, that'll be next week. Um, that being said, I love you guys. I pray that you go away with the joy of the Lord, which is your strength today. In Jesus' name, y'all have an amazing, amazing day. Here you are. I bless high. everyone in the car. Have a great day. I bless you all. I bless you. Love you. Everybody have an amazing day. Blessings on your day. Love y'all. Bye. God bless you. Please leave a message after the tone.